Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello and welcome to New Idea Royals, the only podcast that reveals what really happens behind the scenes of the palace. And joining us today is royal expert and commentator Angela Mollard, and I'm Rebecca Hyde. Hi Ange, how are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you, Bick? Yes, good, thank you. So Kate and William have three healthy children, as we all know, but we hear there's news they may increase their brood. How exciting! Well, there's been a lot of speculation about whether she'd have three or four children, but insiders are saying that she will go for a fourth baby. Not this year. We'll probably um, attempt to get pregnant this year. The, the morning sickness with Louis was, wasn't as severe as the first two children. Lots of people have speculated that she'll have three children as per her own family. Obviously, she's got a sister and a brother. Um, she's now got uh, George, Charlotte and Louis. But there's a lot of talk that she really, really wants that fourth child. She's a devoted mum. It's her greatest and most sort of fulfilling role in life. And while she's very, very much there to support William as well, the thought of having four children, obviously also in aristocratic circles in Britain, it's it's a little bit of a um, status thing to have four children, to have, be able to afford oh, to have four children. <laughs> yes, there's been lots written about the fact that... Um, that um, people with wealth do have more children because, of course, they can afford the help with it. Yeah. And while Kate is obviously very hands-on, um, she she you know doesn't have uh, a limited pool to spend on nannies and that she does use those people um her nanny obviously the main nanny for george and charlotte and louis but she'd probably if there was a fourth child have to extend that but um she just loves children and <laughs> she's 37 now she really loves the relationship between uh George and Charlotte and would love that for Louis. She'd like him to have another sibling close by. She also has enormous respect for Princess Mary of Denmark and her four children and how she's managed being um, a, a pivotal member of the Danish royal family yet still managed to have the family that she wanted. So I wouldn't be surprised if if sometime in 2019 we did learn that she was going to have a baby in 2020. Uh, that's the speculation. The family's moved back to London. They've had to. She loves being in Norfolk but they and, and their uh, country estate and Mahal, and they get up there as often as they can. We know that they had their Christmas card uh, photograph course, was yes. taken up there. That's the style of life she loves, and she loves this rambunctious, sort of um, busy, happy family. I don't think she's particularly concerned about providing heirs to the throne. They've got, you know, three children now, but more for her to have this big rolling rollicking happy family and and the sort of upbringing that she enjoyed with you know sister and a brother very close-knit parents um playing tennis playing hockey being outside and that's the kind of like she loves so i wouldn't be surprised if we do see a fourth one but time will tell it certainly will and speaking of royal children there's a group of young royals who are gaining attention lady amelia windsor is apparently a leader of the pack what can you tell us about her Ange? 
Well, Lady Amelia is a third cousin to William and Harry. She's very beautiful. She has a very active Instagram account. Uh, in 2016, Tatler Magazine featured her on the cover. She was, uh, um, she's now 23. And they labelled her the most beautiful member of the royal family. She's modelled for Dolce & Gabbana and Chanel. Um, and she was in Vanity Fair on the international best dress list for 2017. If you look at her Instagram... Honestly, you, it is all these beautiful locations, all these beautiful clothes. Leads I mean, she quite the life. She leads quite <laughs> the life, and she also has the freedom that some of the higher up royals don't. Uh, they don't have the opportunity to use Instagram. Really, uh, Princess Beatrice and Eugenia, the first royal, the sort of the highest ranked royals, um, to be able to use social media. And this is because there's a distinction between working royals and royals whose job is to do royal activities effectively. So Beatrice and Eugenie have jobs and ergo they are allowed to have their own Instagram accounts. They're very careful with them. Yes. Eugenie's Instagram account is, is mostly about her well. family, about her charities. She's talked about scoliosis. Um, Lady Amelia Windsor, on the other hand, can, can <laughs> does whatever uh, she likes. Yes, and she can be in Greece or on a beautiful island or on someone's yacht or at the polo and, and post willy-nilly. She's pretty cool. She goes to all the fe- uh, music festivals. Uh, very beautiful and and good friends with Princess Diana's nieces, the, the Spencer girls, who we'll talk a bit about as well. Oh, look forward to that. Um, and the late Princess Margaret's grandchildren also setting out in the world. What do we know about them? These kids are really interesting because they've only come onto the sort of uh, world stage yeah. again through Instagram. And we're seeing, <laughs> in the same way that we're seeing the royal family uh, in Kensington Palace and Buckingham Palace using social media channels to really get their own message across. And we saw this particularly during the royal tour that it was very important to post pictures of what the Meghan and Harry were doing each day. Um, again, Kate and William, when they're doing events, that the, the pictures are posted and it's those very official channels. But for these sort of um, younger, lower-ranked royals, they use social media just as any other teenager or young 20-something would. So the two children of Lady Sarah Chato and uh, Samuel and Arthur Chato, interestingly, Sarah was one of the Queen's favourite um sort of family members she had a really close relationship she has a very very close relationship with her late sister margaret's daughter sarah there's gorgeous photos actually of the two of them you can see the closeness of them when sarah was a young girl i mean obviously in the 70s with all those revolting feral jumpers and things but you can see (laughs) the closeness sarah's uh, very artistic uh she's uh her husband daniel Chato is also artistic. They loved horses. They've just there's something about the Queen, and and I remember living in London, and you'd see um, pictures of them together. I'd be at events, and they would be there, and you would they, you could definitely see that closeness. So. I think that there's probably a real affection for her boys, Samuel and Arthur. Samuel's the eldest. He is, I think he's around 22. That's right. Um, He's more artistic. And then there's Arthur, who is 19, who, if you follow his Instagram, he's out there, buff chest. I mean, he looks like (laughs) he works out three hours a day. Um, He posted a photo of himself in his Calvin Klein underwear, um, got a lot of attention. Um, Back in, you know, sort of older pictures, you see him walking with Harry and 
William and you see how much they've changed over the years because it's a little boy sort of in the middle of them. Both have girlfriends, unfortunately. Um, so there's a few women that are heartbroken that the fact that these two are not available. But lovely boys. Um, and, you know, it's quite – they are sort of more the bohemian side of the family. If you think Princess Margaret's husband, uh, Lord Snowden, was a photographer, we know from uh, TV series like The Crown that he was – you know, he really loved his London life. It's very uh, loose and, you know, that artistic boy. But they're also thoroughly modern, and so far I haven't set a foot wrong. But um, it remains to be seen. Um, the other side of the family, this is Princess Margaret, had two children, Sarah and um, Viscount Linley. Uh, so that's her son. He's married to a woman called Serena. Lovely. Um, they've been married for years now, and they have two children. And again, their son, who's 19, is uh, Viscount Linley. He's the 20th and 90th of the throne. And then his younger sister, Margarita. We haven't known a lot about these two at all. Um, you see them at events like the Trooping of the Kala and the Jubilee celebrations. But the sort of coming into their own, 19 and 16, um, they're sort of out of the public eye. But just occasionally we're starting to see them. And I think, again, they'll be younger royals. The Queen's very, very fond of these children. They come to... Um, they are immediate members of the of the royal family, uh, but it'd be interesting to see whether they develop their social media following as well, or, or whether they, you know, stay very private. Those two are a little bit young for that at that stage. Their dad is a beautiful furniture designer, um, just very celebrated work that he does in incredibly um, sort of establishment houses, and the aristocracy love love his furniture. He's been very successful. So again, arty arts and crafts, the the, um, the creative fields, which is um, lovely for the royal family to have that. Um, and I think it's something the Queen appreciates. So keep my eye on those two. Um, and obviously Princess Diana's nieces and nephews aren't royal, but they are notable for other reasons. What are they? Oh, basically for being <laughs> very beautiful. Yes. <laughs> um, certainly that. So these are, the, these are the children of Diana's brother, um, Charles, who, uh, who notably spoke at her funeral. We remember that speech that Charles gave uh, was almost taunting the royal family. And, and he, as royal watchers will remember, he made the comment about her blood family and how he would protect Harry and William. And it, it, it was a very adversarial speech. And very polarising in terms yes, of, of, of how people people were feeling at the time. Really oddly, looking at these girls, you think if Diana were to have a daughter, they would probably look like these girls. So there's, there's four children of uh, Charles Spencer and his first wife, Victoria, who was a model, very yeah. slender woman. They grew up in South Africa. So the girls are Lady Eliza Spencer, Lady Amelia Spencer and Lady Kitty Spencer. And Kitty is a um, model. She's uh, 28. And we saw her. She was beautifully dressed at actually both royal weddings, but absolute standout. Yeah. She's done a lot of modelling. Um, uh, she's been on fashion magazines. Um, you know, she's very notable. And the other girls, Amelia and Eliza, attended both the weddings. They, again, look very stylish. Look, in terms of the way that Britain looks at it, at the these young aristocratic young women they get a lot of attention in magazines like Tatler um, Harper's and Queen magazine uh, British Vogue it's you know that blending of the blue blood and celebrity has never been more um, it, it look at it they are they fit the mold they look incredible they look beautiful in designer gowns and and there's always the speculation about what sort of relationship Diana might have had with her nieces as that you know we would have yeah, seen them out yeah, shopping definitely. we would have seen them having a laugh really she was a done. lot of fun she um, you know that that relationship obviously uh, never 
you know never got to eventuate but yeah I think you look at them and you think she would have had tremendous fun with three gorgeous sort of early (laughs) 20s nieces one thing we can always say about Diana is that she was exceptionally modern even though she had a a terrific sense of duty and she really uh, steered her own course within the royal family she loved she loved children and she loved young people and she would have you know she would have had a tremendous time with them so very interesting to watch them yeah definitely and what about the children of princess caroline and princess stephanie of monaco both sisters are in the public eye especially after their mother princess grace's death and what can you tell us about their offspring well, interestingly, I have, you probably remember this as well, Beck, that you, you couldn't turn um, through the sort of 90s without hearing about Caroline and Stephanie. Yes, Stephanie, of course, was the wild Amazing. child royal after her mother's death. She sort of ran off with a, a, a circus performer and, I mean, she was always – Caroline was the demure, yes. regal one and, and um, uh, Stephanie was the sort of naughty one. And I've always wondered about their children. Caroline, of course, went on to have um, three children with her first husband – Stefano Casraghi, who died. So she not only lost her mother, but she lost uh, her husband in a speedboating accident. Uh, she had three children, and Andrea, who's now 34, Charlotte, who was who was very, very beautiful, very striking. She's 32, and Pierre Looks just did. like a mother. She does. She's the <laughs> she's the, um, the spitting image of her mum. And then Pierre, 31, uh, and she also has. She married Prince. Ernst of Hanover after the death of her husband and uh, together they have a 19-year-old Princess Alexandra of Hanover who's a fantastic uh, figure skater. Now those three older children, um, we used to always see pictures of them in their little suits and standing with their mum at various events but they've obviously grown up now. I can't um, believe how old they are. I know, I know they're in their 30s. Oh, that makes scary. you feel old yeah. yourself, doesn't <laughs> it? Really it does. Um, so Charlotte has a son, Raphael, with a stand-up comedian um, and and then she had a second child, Balthazar, with a uh, film producer. Um, so they've got two children. Uh, Pierre was the sort of glamour boy of the family. He was linked to several fashion models and in 2012 was hospitalised after a punch-up in New York. So he seems to have settled down now with his <laughs> wife, Beatrice, and they have children. And then Andrea, the oldest one, he's very good-looking, continually makes you know hottest young royal lists. Uh, but he's settled down with his wife, Tatiana, and they have three children. So that's Caroline's children. Stephanie has had two children with her first husband, Daniel um, Ducruet, her, who was, if you remember, her former bodyguard. And there was a lot of speculation at the time that how was you know, a member of the royal family marrying her bodyguard. But we know that royals form very close relationships with their bodyguards. There was a lot of rumours about Diana and her bodyguard at times. Um, of course. And uh, if you think uh, Princess Ma- Margaret, obviously, in her relationship with her echoey, oh, wow, the, the royal yes, echoey, so um, who she didn't end up marrying, of course, and was reportedly the love of her life. But um, Stephanie had two children, Louis, who is now 26, and Pauline, 24. And then she had a third child, Camille, with um, uh, another man who she didn't marry. Um the the children have sort of grown up fairly conservative, which is often the case with um <laughs> with a sort of out their mother. So uh, Louis, the eldest, is incredibly well grounded. Got engaged to his college sweetheart. Um, and Pauline is living in New York, and she's a fashion designer. 
And then the little one, Camille, is the wild child. She's the um, not, uh, she's twenty now, and um, she's posts pictures on Instagram of her birthday and frolicking topless and that sort of thing. So she's the slightly look. To oh, be honest, I hardly one. think topless is um, a problem when you're nineteen, but um, but uh, quite interesting. But then, of course, there's Prince Albert, who is in the very old-fashioned Grimaldi family, the heir to the throne. Of course, it doesn't pass on through the daughters; it passes through the son. Now, Prince Albert. Uh, we know married um, Charlene and they have two, they have twins, young twins, but he also had two children. Let's put this in quote marks because I don't <laughs> think we should ever call children illegitimate, but that's still referred to as illegitimate. That's, I, I can't stand that word. It's just like just because your your parents weren't married doesn't mean that um, you're any less valuable, but in royal oh, circles, yes. of course, it does. It means that uh, that even though he has older children through other relationships, they are not heirs to his throne because – they're not seen as legitimate, which is kind of... It's a shame. It's a horrible so way of looking at it. antiquated and yes. antediluvian, and you think, oh, goodness. And, and that's what's wonderful about the Queen and, and changing the laws of uh, yes, primogeniture really in is. terms of... Uh, Charlotte is now next in line to the throne, irrespective of the fact that she's a girl. And... Um, I think that's very important. Obviously, the House yes. of Monaco hasn't caught up with that yet, um, the House of Grimaldi and, and, and Monaco. So um, Prince Albert has a daughter, Jasmine, 26, Jasmine Grace Grimaldi. Um, she's another interesting one to watch on um, on Instagram. All these gorgeous, you know, sort of out there young royals are picked up by magazines and she did a photo shoot for Harper's Bazaar at 23. Um, she has a brother called Alexandra who was uh, Albert's other quote marks illegitimate <laughs> child and um but we don't actually hear that much about them but so another interesting family a bit like the Very. queen you know the children have multiple marriages um some of them through being um widowed some through divorce um but it's a, it's these branches of the royal family are very interesting and i think that um you know, some of them are out there. They really uh, use and cash in on their their titles and their uh, their connections. Others appear to just want to live very, very quiet lives away from uh, the splendid. Obviously, they have enormous wealth. I mean, if you've ever been to Monaco and seen uh, how they live and how everyone lives in that principality, to be honest, is extraordinary. But um, oh, look, I, I do sometimes want to. I, I, I think that to have purpose is obviously incredibly important and we've we've seen that with the younger royals now, particularly in the British royal family, that being purposeful um, lends them greater relevance and engenders the respect that they really need if they're going to survive through this century. Um, you can't just be a head wearing a tiara. You actually have to do interesting um, and notable and worthy pursuits to to sort of earn your credibility. And I think that's how this will move even further. Otherwise, they just become these sort of outdated and outmoded yeah, sort of aristocratic. Exactly. Yeah. And, I, and I think that the ones that, f- that will uh, survive and that will will retain relevance will become involved in the many issues that we've seen, particularly with the the Cambridges and the Sussexes. And Princess Mary Olympia of Greece has also gained attention. What, um, what can you tell us about her? Oh, she's hilarious. Um, <laughs> she's uh, one of your favourites. One of the ones to follow Instagram. I mean, honestly, this girl is never off a yacht. She is um, oh, she's living the life. To, yeah, if you look through the British um, summer or the Northern Hemisphere summer, she just goes from basically one villa in um, the Mediterranean to a yacht to another villa to a f- music festival to you know oh, all so the jealous. while wearing Dolce and Gabbana and Dior. <laughs> And she actually went to Prince Frederick's 50th birthday with her younger brother um, wearing some 
extraordinarily exquisite designer gown. But look, she's quite fun. She's young. She's allowed to. She's actually um, studying uh, design at the New York Parsons School of Design. And interestingly, she wore, for her 21st birthday, she wore an Australian designer, um, Stephen oh. Khalil, who oh, wow. we know um, does a lot of wedding dresses. So she's very fashion conscious. Um, she's also the goddaughter of Prince Charles. So interestingly, all these royals, lots although they're in connections. Di- lots and lots of connections yeah. and far-flung bits of, um, of Europe. But of course, Prince Philip came from Greece. So there's a connection there with the Greek royal family, which is a, quite a young royal family compared to some of them. Some of them obviously go back centuries. Uh, but the Greek royal family actually only goes back to the 1800s. So oh, okay. look, we can forgive um, Mary <laughs> Olympia, her modernist. Uh, te- oh gosh, I sound like I'm 500, don't I? <laughs> um, she's um, she's uh, she's she's having fun with her life as she should. Why not? Thanks so much for joining us today, Ange, and thanks everyone for listening. For more on the Royals, please go to newidea.com.au and our Facebook page, New Idea Royals, and of course, please check out the latest Royal Mini Mag in the current issue of New Idea. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc.,